Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting not from a lush and lavish whatever I say every week, but instead from multiple undisclosed locations, except for Matt Bassler, who lives at 319. Mm-hmm. We are real spoilers. It's episode, hang on, where's my Word document that tells me? 724, Mithrigan. Mithrigan. Yeah, yeah I think that's how it's right. pronounced. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I think so. It's, yeah. <laughs> I just Don't you usually huge... do a, a silly name at the beginning usually yeah say it wrong or something but. No, if you <laughs> yeah. listen last week we say correct titles now we had the menu That's now true. we have mathrigan so well it, w- w- what they don't tell you is there have been two other megans before this we just haven't seen them right yeah this is, I, this is the third in the trilogy we just had so, no idea like star wars it works just, so well for star wars <laughs> yeah that's right hey that is true though right because it's model three blah 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 blah, blah. so the, yes. what did they call Bob. Megan and Tugan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd like to know the other ones. And also, if they make a sequel to this, which they sure want to, and oh by yeah, the box office, it looks like they may. Uh, if they don't call it Megan with a two, but then it's like M three again, and then the sequel would be M two get. So like, M3. it just doesn't. They didn't think this out. That's the problem. Blumhouse, maybe, dro- Blumhouse dropped the ball. Maybe two was perfect, and it wouldn't have gone off the rails. But they were like, <laughs> yeah, but. We got to do it one more time so it looks like it says Megan. Make the, ah, the hubris of man. <laughs> Although I will say that that's only we only see that logo treatment in the film advertisements. We don't see it in the movie itself. Right? That's true. Yeah, they only they do call her Megan without well, the three. No, they call her Megan with the three. It's it's in the movie. It's she's the model three genderative android. So, but when they put out the promo t- material, it's just Megan. There's no, no it's three a, it's three name. it's three lines. The three, it's an the, e or oh. like three Roman numerals turned sideways. So it's never an E. Good lord! It just looks you know it looks more that like does a, that does sound like something corporate would do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe the next. Maybe the first one had a different name. It was like Tula. 
They ah oh, cool. Don't or trademark real spoilers. Don't yeah. stop giving away ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's go around the. Oh, so I should say we're all virtual this week, not because of COVID, but because I'm out of town. So I am in Norwalk, Connecticut, mm. visiting a uh, college. Oh, I love Norwalk. I thought um, you were just scouting out houses for all that, yeah. spend all that clip out money on. Yeah, moving to Connecticut. Yeah. So let's go around the virtual table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. It, is, it, is Matt a guest or is he in the rotation now? I don't know. I figured he'd, be in, I feel, I figure I he'd like, be in the rotation. Yeah, I feel he, like you're I in the rotation. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we're all in different places on each other's screens. We don't know what the... It's me, Matt. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. Who are you? You know, he he did that so poorly, I don't think he should be in the rotation anymore. Yeah, you just got if kicked was, out. You're a guest now. Sorry. You're a guest, yeah. If he was worthy, he would have just known. Now you got to wait, and then when Tom will introduce you, so don't... Now that you're back to being a guest, you just okay, okay, I won't no. talk. I yeah, won't talk. I won't talk. But this is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us, a uh, very uh, frequent guest of the show, Matt F. Bassler. Hey, he's part and of the host, gold, the, the, and the host gold. of the Real Spoilers Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's unrelated, and, though. And <laughs> former uh, regular Real Spoilers rotation member. Yeah, but <laughs> brief he, but beautiful. Uh, run. He's part of the the gold jacket or the green jacket yeah. club. Like that's yeah. like he's like the Con- he's like the Conan O'Brien of being in the rotation <laughs> yes. of Real Spoilers. He that's had it for like great. three minutes. Yeah. Yes. Dang. Dang. <laughs> so uh, don't, before- don't worry. He turned out okay. <laughs> so before we get uh, too involved in things, uh, let's uh, do some shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. I hear tell that we might we do. Have, a new, have a new review. We do. Uh, this is a five-star review from Mike Stallone. No relation. Oh. Uh, and the title is Always Worth a Listen. I've been a listener for about a year now and realized I haven't left a review. First off, I would highly recommend this podcast. The dynamics between the hosts are really entertaining and fun to listen to. They do a great job of going through the movies and they tend to have a variety of entertaining stories. Well, some of us do. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, hang on. Which one of us are you calling out? Uh, whoever. I'll let you figure it out. It's like, it's like the... The uh, firing squad, where somebody's got a bullet, we just don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, but he's not in the rotation anymore, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <That's good. Yeah. laughs> there can be some unrelated tangents like that one, but I tend to like these, and I think that just goes just goes to show how close knit the hosts are. Every so often, I watch a somewhat recent movie and get excited that I can now go back and listen to the review. <laughs> Matt, did you leave this review? Is this you? <laughs> However, there are definitely movies that I don't bother watching because I know they will be bad, and I will get more enjoyment from the podcast itself. If you love movies, you should absolutely check this podcast out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, yeah. Mike Stallone, no relation. That's right. And, that was uh, very nice. It was very nice. You can also... Uh, Join the League of Show Shares. Oh, I should do the Facebook stuff. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And uh, if you would like, what's very helpful, if you want to share an episode in your Facebook or Twitter feed, uh, we would like you a little extra. So people who were kind enough to share an episode last week, and we have a ton of new show shares this week. Oh, that's oh, great. Awesome. For whatever that means, like a lot. So wow. um, I don't I don't know what happened, but uh, I think judging we're by our, on, judging we're by our downloads from the month prior, we don't know either. Yeah, we're finally famous. So <laughs> so 
so here we go. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week. Lane LeVanway, Chris Falls, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Matt Reedy, Julianne Jordan, Travis Tewitt, Chris Magic Man, Librarian Cynthia, Katie Brackett, which I'm, we might need to have like a Brad Hyen's wife. Well, yeah, right. But I, 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 what are I, the chances of him finding somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brad. Yeah. And, and your then, girlfriend who I think that you have. <laughs> well, have we ever seen her in real life? I'm you know what? Saying. That's a that's a valid point. Yeah, I, I, I did point. go to a movie one time with someone who purported to be the woman. So, I mean, okay. I don't know. I don't know if that was legit or hired for appearances, but I mean, supposedly. And that movie was Phantom Menace. That's how long ago it was. So. Anyway, coming up next on our list is oddly enough Brad Hyen. So there we go, Jason. Petrillo, I hope I'm saying that right, Joshua Connolly, Andrew Stovall, Ryan Burdick, Rich Foster, Justin Equiville, Patrick Johnson. Those are all... That's awesome, man. Brand new League of Show Share. So thank God Dan's not here to have to write songs. He would have... He would have if we were still doing songs for new League of Show Shares, Dan would be exhausted. This would be like a so, bonus episode. We'd be like, listen to the 724B for the songs. Yeah. He, would, he would have quit a second time. Yeah. <laughs> what that was, did I do to not get in the list? Was the issue well, he's not waiting yet. Huh? Yeah. He's not done. We're not done. Oh, he's not done. <laughs> not done. Yeah. That was I'm complaining that too soon. Yeah. So he's so touchy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm really the first glad time we don't have him it. in the rotation. He's like, yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't imagine. even on that episode. Of course <laughs> yeah. I get my name read. <laughs> so here we go. Ralph Tribble, Josh Rosen, Gabriel Lugo, Christopher Rex, Heather Sachs, Matt Bassler. Yes. I'm removing the F just <laughs> because of your interjection. That's now, your dead naming me. Is he related? <laughs> is he related to Matt F. Bosler? I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> no relation. No relation. Yeah, he's also not related to Sylvester Stallone. Oh, <laughs> but oddly enough, second cousins. Right. Yeah. Uh, Cinema Recall. Lele Sheer again. Hmm. Evelyn TAA. Matt Naglia. Chris Williams. Spoiler piece theater. Dissect that film. In session film. Ryan Terry, Geek to Me Radio, Mike Mike and Oscar, Invasion of the Remake, Nostalgia Cast, and Feel and Film. So thank you very much, everyone. That's awesome. Uh, the power everyone of ex- the menu. Yeah. Everyone except Matt F. Bosler. <laughs> Maybe people are really just searching for what to eat that night. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's a good point. Episode. Whatever gets a share. And I'm saying, yeah, say, I mean, we'll then they, they go, oh, well, here's a podcast. Maybe I'll just listen yeah. to this podcast. They like it. They share it. I'm not trying to say they <laughs> oh. enjoy it. I'm saying that's how why they found it. That's and how I look for food. I type in menu. <laughs> into Apple Podcasts. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Just menu. See yeah, what comes up. Spotify. That always works out. Uh, <laughs> I, I did want to give a formal apology to Cody Mastel, our uh, Patreon subscriber. Uh-huh. who uh, messaged us oh. <laughs> right before he started listening to our episode on the menu and yeah. just said, before I listen, I want to say that this movie is dog bacock, <laughs> and if Joe somehow finds a way to defend it, I'm out. <laughs> oh, I found a way, well, but said, it wasn't just me. <laughs> said, maybe just skip this episode. He said, are you kidding me? I can't wait to yell at my phone and listen. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> that does. That actually also sounds like something that Matt F. Bosler would write. It does. Yeah. Sure. Is he yeah. every single listener of ours? I mean, <laughs> I, sure. 
Sorry, I hope guys. So. <laughs> I hate to break it. It would explain you know. a lot. It yeah. would explain a lot. That's true. He's back there with like, uh, he's doing like the Freddy Got Fingered piano, like wires on different <laughs> keyboards. And he's yeah. like just typing them all and controlling them, the puppet master. <laughs> so finally, we should probably talk about Patreon. Patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get bonus content and you get even more Matt F. Bosler. Ooh, how much more? And the F. I got the F. It's it's my well, yeah, it's my podcast. Me and Joe host <laughs> it. It's great. You know how much more you get on, on Patreon? He's Matt G. Bosler. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. much more. <laughs> and yeah. we've got you know, it's exciting over there. We got a really early start on <laughs> Christmas right, movies yes. this year. <laughs> we, we decided to jumpstart it. Uh, oh, 12, it's New Year's Evil. 12 months, yeah. Did you listen to that, Matt, where Kevin thought that I made up the title New Year's Evil? No. <laughs> Can you believe that Kevin gave me so much credit that I would think of something clever to say? <laughs> what a dink. That's funny. Out of my room. Yeah. I thought it was very funny. He's like, oh, no, you came up with this thing. I was like, that's a movie. That's no a idea. Movie. <laughs> well, that's why we had to have our horror expert and aficionado, Matt F. Bosler, on the show. <laughs> that's right. He, and he's so dedicated. You might remember that when we did the uh, Saw, like he went back and watched all the Saws. He's actually seen the first two Megan movies. Yeah. That's how committed he is. Yeah. Well, they were the, very loosely they, connected. They were uh, who? Who's the uh, who's the, the guy who was in the original? Like Meet the Parents. Like it's it's never oh. been seen. That there's an original Meet the Parents. I don't remember that, his name. I know Emo Phillips was Emo in Phillips. it, but it he, wasn't well, an Matt, Emo Phillips movie. No. Matt F. Basler yeah. is our Emo Phillips. He has the two Megans that never were released, but he's got them on like reel to reel. That's the only way we can watch them. <laughs> Jason Blum bought them so that he could make M3 in and shelve them. Yeah. I think the the first one is Lucy. Oh, and then no. It's just all names. It's all, one, you know? it's all ones. Perfect. Yes. So, so can you give us a quick recap of what happened in the first two, Matt? Oh, yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> it's They're trying to make this doll, and it's just unsuccessful. Nothing really eventful happens. Does Fisher Stevens dress in a uh, somewhat problematic Somewhat, very problematic. Yeah, right. And do a do a problematic accent on top of it. Oh, hold on, <laughs> catch me up. That was we're a short talking, circuit. We, that was a short, short circuit, circuit reference. Why? Yeah, right. Why would I, What? I missed. I missed a connecting thread somewhere. <laughs> I was just thinking of other robot movies. Okay, building robots. There it is. There it is. Building robots. I can see how that would get confusing in talking about the first two movies about someone building robots. How that wouldn't really. (laughs) How Johnny Five would not come up at all. And of course, when I watch that, I think, what a tribute to a culture, another culture. (laughs) This is beautiful. I love this. So you know what? That's so short circuit is actually Megan one, Megan two. Is actually just the robot from Rocky Four that says "Happy Birthday, Paul." Oh yeah, <laughs> it's actually Bring real it steel. Real steel is the uh, oh, bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, poor Mike well, Stallone. Real steel is closer to that Bob or whatever, right? The he, I, when it, when, yeah. when Bob stood up, I was like, oh yeah, okay. They just took that from Real Steel. Got it with the hand controls and everything the whole, like that. Yes, basically. Yeah. the whole shebang. As I'm watching this movie, I was like, this feels. Odd, like a weird compa- companion piece to Malignant. Well, Dude, do you know why they that is? Get I was together. just going to tell you why that was. It's written by the same person. Yes. So yeah. If so, I don't see, so he's getting Gabriel, better. <laughs> she she's getting better. She's yes. getting better. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Say that. 
They have to. Gabriel, <laughs> Megan, teaming oh, up. Cross. Well, did you hear the news? So yes. last month it was announced that James Wan and Blumhouse are looking to combine their two companies. That's awfully coincidental after the release <laughs> of Malignant and then now this release of Megan and they want to join companies. Oh, man. It's New coming. Lines by it's so Friday weird. the 13th. It's Mel- happening. Mel- Mel- Malignant. Malignant. Meg, 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 Holy Meg, cow. Meg, stop. Stop giving them ideas because that's going to happen. They're well, going to steal awesome. it. That's This is time stamped. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it, it, it is. It, if you were to watch those like back-to-back, they would make a pretty spot-on like double feature because it does kind of have like the same elements that, that Malignant had, but I, I think this one was better. Oh, th- no, no, They both no, have no. the element This one was of, better. Joe's yeah. right. No, yeah. no, no. Matt, I need backup here. Well, here's here's my issue, I guess, with both of these movies. The whole time I'm going, how funny are these supposed to be? I totally agree with you. Well, and, this one seemed like it was more of a comedy than... I, I mean, I would agree. I, it opens with a joke, right? It opens with a fake commercial, which, is, which was <laughs> so well you. done, the people in my theater wouldn't stop... <laughs> Talking during it, no, like, so <laughs> killing the parents is a joke to you. No, it opens forgot with that about fake... the commercial. I forgot about that commercial. Yeah, it is. I will say that that is the drawback to this movie. That is one of the negatives. Is it is PG thirteen, and sometimes when Blumhouse does the PG thirteen, it walks a really thin line. Hellfest also Hellf- by Akila Cooper. Then that's rated R, but also Hellfest. That one was very, rated R. I think so. No, and a waste was... of a. And a waste of a great concept. I thought that was the PG. The reason why it like wasn't didn't go as hard was because it is was... that the haunted house one? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I was mistaken. What's the one that didn't they do a, a more of a PG thirteen like carnival? There was a haunt movie called Haunt. haunt. Maybe I'm thinking of that. There was some PG thirteen that I may be mistaken where I was like, this just I don't. Know. But you're right. I mean, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I but I Blumhouse has figured that out, right? Like they that this is kind of their. Their bread right. and butter. They know is, how to make money. They make these PG thirteen horror movies, and for the most part, they do kind of walk that line where it's like, okay, I could see where you, if if you take this like one, turn it like one dial to the louder, you get a rated R. Mm-hmm. This one, it, it's straight up PG thirteen. Like there's there's nothing in this movie. Like I, Bella wanted to go see it, and I was after <sighs> watching the trailer, I was like, nah, I don't, I'll go what? watch it first. What? I just want to talk about that. What is this weird thing where, like, they market this to Gen Z? Like, why are kids wanting to see this? Because she dances in the commercial? It's just a weird thing that I'm not really in tune with. But apparently, like, this movie made a ton of money, and people keep talking about it being a Gen Z TikTok horror movie. I'm like, what? I don't think that's outside of the realm of truth, right? Like, I, mean, this I guess is there's kind a, of... like a tech element. That's what but I was it, thinking. But it's, it's clearly a like an anti very much so uh message so i don't there's an ipad in it (laughs) (laughs) but i I think they i think they marketed this i I almost think they must have marketed it more aggressively than we think not just i mean it makes sense to gen z if you're going to make a pg-13 then go after right 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 right. but i will say i was at dinner last night and with a group of probably 10 or 15 people and there were couple people that were easily in their 50s and they were saying they've been seeing ads for it non-stop it, so it shows up on everything it yeah so i wonder if it's because it's so nbc 
I see it on on Peacock. Like anything you would watch on Peacock. Sure, it's Universal, ads, Blumhouse. There we, so there we go. It would that make makes sense. total yeah. sense. And then they must have bought like all kinds of. I don't know how you buy advertising on YouTube. Like you know, in the Super Bowl, you're like, I'll take three minutes here, and you pay X amount of dollars. Like with YouTube, do you just pay like it's just targeted, like Google. So you, you can Google. target. <clears throat> I guess so you can target ads. it based on demos, or you can target it based. You can say, I want to run. You know, if if you have, you know, like I do it for concerts. So if I know I have John Michael Montgomery coming, which I do, I'll be like, run it in front of John Michael Montgomery videos. But then I can also <laughs> say, run it in front of Tracy Lawrence videos and run it in front okay. of Adam Jackson videos. And, you know, you, and, Joe, uh, sneaky way to promote that show, Tom. The bill will be in the mail. <laughs> yeah, because our listeners give two shits about John Michael Montgomery. <laughs> Joe, you probably saw it because they put in guys that like the horror movies. <laughs> So you saw it a bunch too, then, right? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, so, so we already mentioned that this is written by Akila Schaefer, who did Hellfest and then the masterpiece Malignant, and so this is her third film that she's written. It's produced by Jason Blum. And mm-hmm. and so it's got the Blumhouse, you know, twelve million dollar budget. It's already made fifteen million dollars, which most of that came from Friday. So it's doing the Blumhouse thing where it's January. They drop this horror movie with all this marketing. It's already made back its budget, uh, you know, easily within the weekend. So it's it, you know we see this time and time again, and we talk about um, James Wan. I, you know, we talk about who are the people in horror right now, and it's Jason Blum and it's James Wan. If they combine forces, it's like these two know exactly what they're doing, how to reach modern horror lovers and audiences, and they're getting them to the theater. One, they did it during the pandemic, and two, they can do it in what January. Did they, what did they do during the pandemic? They just got people to horror movies. Just got oh, people I to see go see I'm with you. I'm movies. With you. No matter like horror audiences, as we know, love to go see these movies in the theater. Yeah, and so they've and got the horror right- audiences, as we know, are COVID deniers. <laughs> So Not they'll go see us. movies during the pandemic. Well, well if I could just... <laughs> what it is, Tom. <laughs> Save it for different, the pizza podcast. Yeah, we're back different on podcast, Different podcast, sorry. <laughs> Here, you know what? Horror movies fans, we know, they just like to do their own research. That's I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying. I feel I feel like with the recent events on Twitter, maybe we should take the pizza part out of it, just to err on the side of caution. I don't need any like Hungarian authorities breaking in and arresting me. It's always pizza. Well, it's always pizza. It's, it's always pizza. Always pizza awesome. yeah. Here's another way to tackle to tackle that. Don't break the law. There it is. See, that's, that's, you know what? I keep. Yep, you're you're absolutely always right. skipping past you know, part one and going to mm. two, three, four. But really, there's just yeah, that first part. Not, really that first not part. unlike Megan, which starts with part three. Exactly. That's true. But this but is it, directed by Gerard Johnstone, and I don't know if you're familiar with. He's a TV director. He directed one film before this called Housebound in 2014. Oh, Housebound's actually kind of good. Yeah, is it? Okay, I think it's a. I think it's a found footage one. I think. Okay, gotcha. Wait, did he predict the pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. All, he knew. Coming back, get your- oh, no, no, no. I know what this is. Yeah, this is not bad. This is all right. Okay. So, and then I don't know, um, I don't know the Jackie Brown Diaries from before that. Terry Teo is another series and a director also of the new Legends of Monkey in 2018. Okay. I, I'm not familiar I with those, you. but I mean. I wonder if Blumhouse and James Wan, if they combine, like by our powers combined, if they start to take like that Marvel approach that they, you know, they'll just moneyball it. Well, they'll find a guy or gal uh, that can just do 
just can direct a movie. Like I think they did that with the third conjuring. I think like that wasn't James Wan. Like he didn't do Mm -hmm. that. He brought, I think it's Gary Doberman, I think is the guy's name, but like he has these people that have worked with him throughout all with the Annabelle stuff or the saw stuff like Lee Winnell, like Lee Winnell is kind of a big deal with. I didn't realize. Do you you know James Wan has a co-writing credit on this movie? I guess I did they not come know as that. a package. I guess Akila Cooper and James Wan are writing partners because, I mean, with Malignant, that would make sense. But, but I thought I thought James Wan's wife did that. I don't I, know. Oh, okay, okay. But I either, mean, but, but he directed Malignant, and yes. and I I thought had either a story credit or something to go along with that. But I didn't realize he was involved in this. So that makes the partnership make more sense. Like they're working together on stuff. This is yeah, that's pro- that's good. This good is produced them. by both Jason Blum and Blumhouse, but also James Wan as a producer credit and a co writing credit. So clearly they work well together. They're primed to to keep releasing horror <laughs> movies that are successful. Like this thing, I could not believe it when I I messaged Tom earlier because I was like, how much did this thing make and i know it's a blumhouse movie and whatever but it said friday it made 12 million dollars which was the budget so in january that that blows my mind with avatar out not that avatar is not making money but it's just people will show up to this movie in you droves make a, you make a horror movie and you market it the right way people are going to show yeah, up bingo and that's yeah. where and i think blumhouse comes in right their marketing is really really good where another horror movie yeah it might make a couple million and people horror fans want to turn up to see it but there's something different in his formula that really appeals to people and i didn't see the advertising but like tom said people have been talking about it. they've <laughs> seen it i've seen them tweeting about it and i hear people talking about megan and so clearly it's reached all sorts of different demographics and they showed that, up that weird dancing clip is the one that i kept that's seeing. what i'm saying yeah. people keep talking about that and, and that was... is two seconds of the end of the movie that happens <laughs> I, I read an interview or saw an article or something that was like the the dancing scene was almost cut from the film and it's like one of those interviews where i'm like that is no way that is not true why are you saying that don't like, you th- yeah don't you, i mean don't you think that like they filmed that because they're like that's a trailer clip like yes some things they and have they to choreographed a like, dance like what yeah. are you talking about <laughs> i mean a stuff- dance a dance that doesn't make any sense in context right like she the it's whole so scene is her, is her chasing the the ceo of this corporation down with like a a, a paper cutter blade and just starts dancing for no reason and i think that's also the comedy though because she's standing there like she's one of the shining twins at the end of the hallway <laughs> and then she starts doing the tiktok dance so you're yes. like it's I, I feel like the actress was just bored on set and they happened to capture it on film and they were like keep it <laughs> go with it. it let's do it that's fine. but it is a- also real quick kevin circling back to the tv shows the reason you hadn't heard of them is because they're foreign uh oh, okay. I, he's a new zealand director so i think oh, that's okay. Gotcha. okay okay nice it, so, this is better than Malignant. No, I said it, it is. I'll stick with it. No, that I'm he is, with he it. is accurate. But it does have this weird sense of humor mm-hmm. that I don't think anybody else in my theater got except for me, because there are parts where I'm, I'm. It's supposed to be funny. I thought it was supposed you're to be like, funny. Or maybe you're like <laughs> Max Cady. Also Problem true. Child too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, or like Ricky from Silent Night, Deadly Night, too. <laughs> That's I'm going to go with the movie people have actually seen. Matt, Matt gets that yeah, one. I was just yeah. thinking about the Problem Child movies the other day and how I have not seen those in years. Are those on digital? Do you have those, Tom? I need to buy those. I've never seen a Problem Child movie because they look no. so dumb. And so oh, I never... But- 
I, I never them. watched any of them. I mean, I rented those on VHS as a kid. Those were a staple. So for me, that's a big nostalgia thing. That is thing. an interesting so, generational gap. Like there, it, it doesn't happen often between me and Kevin, but that is one where I was, I had no interest in those movies really? whatsoever. None. Is it okay to uh, call a child repulsive if they're an adult <laughs> by now? I think that's uh, fair. Okay. Okay, as in, I heard what you said, or okay, as in, it is okay to do that. I mean, I edit this, so I'll judge. Go ahead. Okay. I I can't watch those movies because that kid's repulsive. (laughs) He is terrible. In every sense, I totally agree with you. He's a problem child. He's great in that role, though, right? You're supposed to hate Junior. Like, he's supposed to be the worst. That's Michael Oliver. But then in the end, I think you're supposed to go... Well, maybe he's just a child. <laughs> he was the Not most McCarthy child. of his time. I don't. He's. Ho- I mean, he's horrible. Like, I don't think you're supposed to ever think. I think you're supposed to think like Gilbert Gottfried is worse for trying to do whatever he does. But you know, I like, gotta I, tell you, I, might, I think I kind of side with Gilbert Gottfried in some of those movies. Like, no, well, that tracks. I as you get older, <laughs> it's just like the yeah, more right. the more and more I watch The Grinch, I'm like. Do you see how much noise those who's are making? <laughs> like those would be awful neighbors. Yeah, could you guys shut up? Please? Like Jeez. seriously, it is. So I, the problem child movies are available on streaming if anybody okay. cares. And, oh, and, uh, God, thank interestingly God. enough, I didn't realize this. It's directed by Adam Sandler's like best friend, his go-to director. Oh, Dennis, really? Dennis Dugan. So he directed Grown Ups and. Don't mess with the Zohan and he all is that stuff. Batten zeros. <laughs> yeah, you know Not, what? You no. want to you want to compare houses? No, I sure don't. That's true. Yeah. His bank account is in the is, is definitely batting a thousand. He's a working he also, director. Or? He also directed Happy Gilmore. And oh, okay, so yeah, I mean, you know, you I always I always recognize him. Like he was gonna be a thing. Like he was. Uh, Disney had a movie called The Unidentified Flying Oddball that I saw when I came out in 79, and he was like the wacky star of that movie. Oh, really? It was going to be a thing. Yeah. Wow. He was the star of the movie? He was the star of the movie. I used to see him on sitcoms and stuff all the time. Interesting. Interesting. You know who you won't see on sitcoms? Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Way to bring it back around. The main character, uh, the lady, what's her name? Uh, Uh, Allison Williams. (laughs) <laughs> for not, sure, Megan's Megan, the main character. Megan. That's that's her. This uh, aunt or whatever. Her name is Gemma. Gemma, now, played I, by Alice uh, Williams. Wasn't sure. Is she supposed to not be a very good uh, uh, <sighs> caregiver yes. to she's, this child? I she's awful. Why yeah. yeah, figure it out? <laughs> yeah, they, this movie. I feel like they're like, okay, we gotta we gotta tell the I, we want to get on with this. So how can we show that she's not good at taking care of a kid in three minutes? And they just make her in. Has she never met this child? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it felt, right? But they, I why guess the didn't sister, they, why the sister wasn't does it, say something about that? Yeah, like she, she's. I, but why wasn't it just that there is no other family, and I've never met her. But right. also, why did you they know? even make them have met before because you're right it's like they had zero connection and, she, and Gemma is so self involved with her work and clearly has no interest in kids and, and didn't Seems see them very often perhaps They're, never seen a child before <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it was so bizarre and, and she's so cold towards her and obviously the character is written to be this tech person who you know her whole house is controlled this smart house and, and she's developing oh, these what robots. a bitch a smart 
<laughs> but I mean, she's that. She's Which is true. Super... I mean, that's what they're trying to say. But it's like, right? So like, what, man? I yeah, have well, an Alexa. Welcome to twenty twenty three. But it's like you know. super techie, involved in like anti-social, more technology centered, and so she doesn't know how to care for this child. But I, I, I agree with you, Matt. I just if they had never met and she had to live with her. It right. could have been the same but, scenario because they start oh. the grandparents like yeah. subplot almost, yeah. but it's yeah, like they, nah, I don't. That's I was just kidding. kidding. It's like they throw they throw that grandparents subplot in, and then it goes nowhere. Well, but then well, Gemma, it doesn't go nowhere because that's why the 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 child the protective therapist? services or therapist lady keeps showing up. Okay. So, that's what's driving that. And I took that, and I don't know if there was a line of dialogue or it was just my interpretation. I took it as that was the the dad's parents it, it was it is yeah so like the and dad's parents are like uh, we want her and i think that they're kind of weird is what she says on the oh, phone really i think so but it seems to me like she would be like oh yeah go live with them i don't <laughs> i that, that's this? what i'm saying like why was she so against the dad's parents having her if she has right. zero well, interest kind of in seeing her other and, than i she what she promised the sister if anything happened to her i will look sure. after her i guess but that her, was the, it, the in the beginning when they're coming to the house her sister died yesterday uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really quick. It's so crazy. I mean, she's still got scars on her face. I know, you know? and she's yeah. worrying about a coaster. Like, wouldn't she be kind of in a like, wow, my sister's that's what dead? I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's I, why you know the woman is terrible because she's just like, oh, I got to make this robot. I honestly wonder if there's like a deleted scene where they established that her and the sister were estranged oh. Be- because oh, that because because I had the same thought like she did not seem to give two squirts of piss what? about what her was, dead sister. What was on her calendar when it's like dinner with was that on the, the, sister? on the sister's calendar? Yeah. What? I think she was supposed to have dinner with the sister. That's yeah. what I thought, which seems to show that they were okay, ex- yeah. close. Yeah, I didn't see that. But, I didn't but then, the, then the therapist says, were you close with your sister? And she goes, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> weird. I, she says yes, but she doesn't sell it. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. That's it's right. a very nonchalant. Yeah, I think this is part of the prop problem i have with this movie is that they spend way too much time on focusing on the family dynamic and the loss and the tragedy and all that when i wanted more of a crazy movie like malignant and this movie does not get crazy until the third act Once see third- i i i like the fact that they focused on that and that they, it kept the story somewhat grounded i like the fact that they didn't just go because if they went your direction it would have just been a chucky knockoff that's exactly right? that's, that's, that's very which is true. what i which is what i thought we were yeah. gonna get so I was really pleasantly surprised that they found a way to make another murder doll movie <laughs> that wasn't just Chucky it, but, with but a this vagina. Is, this is a child's play. You think they gave that thing a vagina? Oh, I, I mean, think they absolutely you, gave that thing a look, vagina. Look, I don't if you want, if you uh, make a realistic AI doll, I think we know where the real money's at. Yeah. This is oh, a children's no. toy. We are not oh, going no. into this. You think you think the corporate overlords weren't like, hey man. People are gonna try to fuck f- this thing. How much? Uh, that was my first. I can't believe nobody oh asked the question, and I think it's because it's a PG thirteen movie. Because my first thought was like, somebody's gonna want to fuck this thing. The, right? the guy like, that, is, is it Ronnie Ronnie Chang? Is that the guy's name that plays David? The CEO. The, the CEO. CEO. He seems like the kind of guy, like the character at least, is the kind of character to be like. Hmm. There are some alternative uh, right. alternative. Uh, well, like how do we applications charge 10, for this for this thing? Which yeah. is is it more or less than a Tesla? And then right. we're just yeah. like, 
<laughs> I mean, here's your business model. It's ten thousand for the toy. It's twenty thousand for a vagina, right? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> with with like interchangeable mm. parts. So right. I, I just yeah, right. wish there was more of a balance between something like a Chucky movie. I just mean this movie took the first two acts to get going. And I was expecting uh, this whole movie, the whole premise of this, the advertising that people know of is there's this murder doll out there and it takes so long. And then the kills that she does are like, so they're just not 13. They're PG 13. I sprayed you with a hose and you drowned in this. That wasn't hope. That wasn't. uh, No, 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 no. She sprayed her with chemicals. Okay. Okay. She's the, it was a power washer, wasn't it? (laughs) It was. I mean, those things are hard. It's an incredible, uh, home. It sprayed her across the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's exactly. So now that was a crazy thing that you know felt more like a malignant. But they. So it's like she sprayed her with a hose, okay, and then pushed a kid down a hill, and then they pet cemeteried him. Hey, they so did push yeah. him. He oh, right. She, right. She just, she, he, he, he did it to himself. There you go. He did. It to she himself. did. Uh, I guess I, I killed Mister Fantastic's son or something, pulling that year off. Oh, that's oh the, yeah. <laughs> that I, I got to tell you, that is a crazy scene in this movie because there is nothing else in this movie that is like that. And, and they're running all on all fours. Th- I thought that was great. That's but when cr- she gra- when she grabs that kid's ear and just starts pulling on it, and to Matt's point, that's like something out of a Fairly Brothers movie. Apparently, yes. apparently <laughs> he is. He's from, he's Reed Richards' kid because it's, he has the elastic skin. It's just a uh, little weird tonally. Whereas, like malignant goes all in. And malignant, I will say you're malignant right. Malignant focuses knows on loss and trauma and stuff. Like I, I feel like this is Akila. Uh, what's her name? Akila Cooper is. There, she's touching on similar things with these movies, but tonally, malignant felt more consistent. Whether even though it's crazy, it seems more consistent. This movie was like more serious, and then there weren't very many exciting kills. But I'm telling you, when they get to that third act, when they get to the the show, the, yeah. the reveal. I'm in. Like I had so much fun in the third act, which that saved it for me. So I just wish there was a little bit more, le- you know, leading up to that. Than- I, I do think that there was a an R-rated cut, and they I, and they ah, trimmed it back to for a PG-13. business. I, that's, yeah. so that would make oh, more it's sense if they're yeah. For sure. if, they, if they have the R-rated cut, if there's more of the crazy kills you're looking for in a killer doll movie, okay, or a I, vagina. And <laughs> and and where they introduce an adult version of the the doll, and then Megan, then we can do that. Hey, okay, this so, is the plot of the Child's Play remake, though, right? This is kind. Of, I mean, with the with the exception of like the the lo- the losing of the parents, right? But, but it's, it's it is close. basically the same plot as the remake. I I was thinking like this is the remake that child the the Child's Play wanted to be. Mm. Yeah, and I I was not a huge fan of that remake at all. Oh no, uh, it is not good. Okay, so uh, so plot wise, this movie she made Gemma's making Megan in the lab, and they can't get it to work right. And the girl, her niece, comes to stay with her, and in order to bond after not spending any time together, she's like, "Oh hey, you want to see this other?" Uh, Bob that I made in college and it's this huge rock'em sock'em robot like we were talking right. about real steel and this is what I don't get this please explain to me in the plot of this movie something clicks here so Bob is a hand controlled real steel robot and then Megan is this doll with the computer and the AI and everything that she eventually becomes anyway and she's like 
oh my god, light bulb after looking at Bob. <laughs> and that then is the a- Megan works like a not Bob robot. Like, please tell me. It, it is a funny moment where she is, you know, she's playing with Bob and they're, fa- well, mm. yeah. She's playing with the rope. Mm, nope. She's anyway, controlling Bob like the real still <laughs> robot and and pretending to interact. I guess she right. clicks the idea that oh kids will like to interact with it, but like I, I just didn't get the pair. Like the, I couldn't draw the line. There's it's a already, big jump. It's already I, what Megan does. That's right. Megan is the Megan doll that we see. What did Bob? It's not like have to, she got the idea to make the Megan yes. doll from that. I, I, I agree. I had the stupid. same struggle. I was just like, I don't understand. She, <laughs> she was making Megan, and it exploded because a guy put a thing in it. That and don't it, worry, that won't. No, come he didn't back. put. He, he didn't put the thing. Well, in right, it. he didn't put the yeah. woman or whatever thinking, in it. Oh, they're gonna pull the thing out at the end and blow <laughs> right. that up. No, 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 no. no. So Megan, you, fails. you're okay to forget about that. We better stop working on this project. Which, by the way, Megan exploded, and they didn't make a ton of these. Remember, because she spent a no. hundred thousand dollars of company money on a secret project. The company didn't ask for. How does it that ex- even happen? It, that that kid thought that can happen. Yeah. First of all, how does that happen? Second of all. <laughs> It exploded. Then she goes home and sees Bob, which somehow brings a I, light bulb because of what Megan already does. And then there's another Megan and another face they just ordered and showed up that exploded. Now, it just... I, why? Why did they do any of that? First off, I think it, the robot was called Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, good, because battery-operated boyfriend was getting real old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a valid point, is that the leap to be for her to be you know, working with Bruce and then all of a sudden the light bulb to be like, Oh, I'll just tell you right now, we're working on Megan. We just can't get it to work. Maybe cause they're not playing with a real child. The niece comes to stay with her. Wait a minute. Let's try it with her. She bonds with it. Boom. We have Megan like, and, and, now, I, and, and she's off to the races. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, anyway, I'm, get, I'm getting in the weeds. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I guess like, why didn't she, she, okay. She worked overnight. Let's say five hours or something, give or take. Was she just putting that off? Like if she could just sit down and finish it up? <laughs> oh well, no, wasn't she? She was trying to make like the cheaper version of the Furby. Like yeah. that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, but that after, I thought was funny that they had after Furbies. Yeah, uh, uh, the kid says this would be a cool toy, and she goes like, "Oh, you're right." Oh, she. <laughs> She yeah yeah she gets back on the computer and she's like little montage of like tick 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 now I finished oh and then she's okay and get this so remember her boss is like about to fire her after she's embezzled a hundred thousand dollars to work on a project and then says you better get this project light bulb Bruce oh sorry we're gonna have to put off this presentation oh I could just email option I could just say nah not gonna do it. And just found out she stole money, and then she literally has this idea and just tells him no. And then they trick him. Then they then they trick him into Uh, the into the whole like they're going to put on this presentation. Delay it. The guy, there's no option to delay it. And then she says, "We have to delay it." And yeah, he's he's like, "Okay." He's supposed to be like her jerk boss, but he's totally warranted in all of his. And he has no authority. Like he just doesn't ever punish her. Like you can't do that like i, I don't do know. like there's a there's a scene where he's trying to get into her lab and even his key card's not working there's a i think this scene is very funny where he just keeps yeah. trying the the car and he's like it right. won't work and then she has to let him in but it's like you're the ceo of this company how does the, you should yeah. have you should have a master key yeah, a yeah. master key. yeah, yeah i right, think the right. writing leading again the light the writing's a little messy leading up to where the doll starts a killing and so i think that's the biggest 
detriment to the story is all this stuff is just kind of like whatever come on and i think most people are probably like me like get to the killer doll you know that's kind of what I, we're here so for. i i don't disagree with you i i think for me at least it was i've seen the killer doll like yeah. the, when once you get once you get to bride of chucky brother there's not much left that you're going to show me that i haven't seen <laughs> if it's method man spilling his guts all over a chair uh I'm, I'm good so two like dolls have sex have a <laughs> yeah, right. trans child <laughs> doll baby then maybe There's, we'll have something to talk about they do that that happens uh, you're right that is a that is a crazy part of that movie and there's not yeah you're right there's not really anywhere else to go so i think you know watching katie try to when Gemma starts to take away megan because she realizes that something is kind of wrong and they're the the therapist is talking about how usually after a tragedy right like the 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 child that survives the tragedy starts to bond with the first uh thing or person that technically it should normally a person but in this case Gemma is so emotionally unavailable that Katie starts to bond with Megan and so I do kind of find that interesting. Yeah, it, it definitely. I mean, this uh, this is a total commentary on technology. And for all the Gen Z people, they're marketing. This is you being on your phone and TikTok and social media. And you're not interacting with other humans. This is, yeah. this is Gemma so wrapped up in her technology. She can't have a relationship with her own niece who, who has just had this tragedy. And her sister is dead. And now we have the niece, a young, impressionable child who, remember, her parents limited screen time. Uh, yeah she didn't have katie didn't have the interaction with screen time then all of a sudden she gets unlimited screen time from <laughs> from her aunt and 24 7 access to technology with megan and she becomes so attached to it that she starts lashing out she punches her she slaps she, does, she takes a shot at Gemma, which like, i was she, like oh dang and she was a perfectly i mean she's dealing with some stuff but she was a perfectly nice little girl before i don't know about that she was pretty <laughs> snotty in that car and that yeah. in her opening scene before before the car crash like yeah. she like she she, Did I she don't say think, something she just hurt general dude <clears throat> Like, yeah, I mean the fact that she like picked up the thing when when they told her, her to turn off. it down, and she's like, "I did turn it down," and she hadn't turned it down. So, and I've okay. had this conversation. I was going to say, I think I had this conversation <clears throat> yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she hit Gemma. I just mean that she. I didn't she certainly hear it. ramps up, but she they wasn't... didn't. They didn't take a Laura Ingalls Wilder and, <laughs> <laughs> and turn her into some crazy kid you know like i think she was already headed down that road okay maybe she was snotty but the point is is that withdrawing from the technology she's yelling at people and she's throwing things i mean she is lashing out and she actually hits her aunt like that is a step where i mean no matter how bratty your kid is you don't usually hit the parent so but i will i will say though when when so Gemma finally she's got to get this kid back into school and apparently the mom homeschooled her which is always a red flag no offense to anybody that was homeschooled um well it is offensive so it was but it yeah, all right um <laughs> there they she, she takes her to like the alternative school and i do f- i find the interaction between the the mom and Gemma like working the the sandwich table i thought was hilarious 
where the mom's like, oh, me, he's just a my little, little yeah, my, oh my God, I was angel. like, oh God, your kid's an asshole. Like, I know all <laughs> the, kinds of parents who are like the that. The teacher at this school is the hidden treasure. The, yes. I thought the teacher was great. Her voice, her face was hilarious staring yeah. at Megan. I, it really, she was back there like, and I, what my guess is, I mean, I don't know if Megan was really in the car or if she had to pretend or what, but I'm like, she is going all in on that stare yeah. in the backseat. Well, I think, I don't, that's an interesting, I was going to actually ask that question. So there is an actress mm-hmm. who's Two. listed as, well, there's the voice of Megan, which is Jenna Davis. And then Amy Donald played the body of Megan, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's they, a real little girl, and they just, I guess, CG'd the face. That's what I was going to ask. Like, like, was she wearing a mask, or was that actually just like CG'd her face? It looks pretty close to the head. I saw some behind-the-scenes pictures, and uh, yeah, then they just CG all the... All the weird stuff, like the, the non-human It's like stuff, a filter. It looks like an Instagram filter, right? Like, that's what people... If that's yeah, the case, yeah. that's even more subversive. If I did. It's supposed I, to be an Instagram filter. Well, I wish there was but, um, a part where Gemma goes, uh, she's just not quite scary enough. Can we <laughs> make her face look <laughs> well, a little scarier? That's always the thing with killer doll movies, though, right? Like, no Can one we, really hey, wants Chucky. That I know, but I, know I will also say... To- in fairness, how many creepy dolls have you seen in real life? There's a lot of them. I will, I, also, I will also say about Chucky is, I mean, he is eerily reminiscent of my buddy. Yeah, and, for sure. That's what he was based on. Right. And every, I feel like there were so many my buddy dolls that were around anyway that, it, you know, like I had, a, I had a Teddy Ruxpin, which in retrospect is terrifying. <laughs> you well, know, and like then... The, <laughs> She go. They go. Okay, we're making this. It's a doll. It's supposed to interact with modern kids. So we'll just put her in like a cool T-shirt. No, 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 right. no, no. <laughs> we're gonna Dress make her, her look like, like Esther from the ghost. from the orphan. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> and maybe this is supposed to be part of the thing, but like I think it's funny how she, the, Megan's in this like fancy black pea coat. You right, know, yeah. and then and then she's got uh, to dress her out in the car. Yeah, they have to take her in the fancy coat. Yeah. They got niece and you know some yeah. goodwill find hey, or something. Ke- Kevin, can you turn on screen sharing for me? Oh yeah. Oh uh, man, this is going to be crazy. I would argue Chucky looks more oh, normal than a my buddy doll. I think well, that's I, fair. I mean, more childlike, like more realistic for sure. But there's a cartoonish I, quality to the my buddy. I don't. I think would rather when you, play with when you, the... when you look at Chucky like without yeah. a knife in his hand, That's which is true, true of all children. <laughs> um, when you look at Chucky with, without being like having the crazy, I'm about to kill you face. That's true. Just I'm the doll of him that, is Chucky. Like I can't. Yeah. Get the, yeah. Yeah. But if you look at this, the picture of how he was looked in the box, he yeah. does not look. I mean, it clearly doesn't look like the same doll. But in terms of it's creepiness, close. Yeah. he doesn't look appreciably different. And I remember That's when the true. movie came out. My, I mean. You know, my first thought was like, "Oh, this is a parody of my buddy." Like that was right. just a right, gift, right, right. You know, sure. yeah. I do like that. The title of that article is pretty hilarious. the The downfall of my buddy, thanks to a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That is funny. So, and so, is that? Am I right that that's not true? That that Child's Play was being written before my buddy. Am I making things up? Am I being that guy? Am I being the article? <laughs> I, that... That's what the producers would like you to believe. Uh, okay, that sounds like a spin to me. I'm trying but... to think. So my, I mean, my buddies were coming out like that. I remember seeing those those ads when I was a kid, like a little kid. It was my buddy and kid sister were the two like big doll. Or you can get a, a WWF wrestling buddy. I had the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
Megan and Katie have developed this, well, I guess Katie, has developed this pretty intense bond with Megan. Megan. And so Megan activates Katie as the primary user, Gemma is the secondary user, and they follow protocols like to protect. So it's very eerie. Yeah, it's very eerie or, the way that Megan or is. Or Isaac like, Asimov, I think, is really like weird. Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, totally like, will, I'm totally wrong. I'm totally wrong. Child's I Play will, came out three years later. What am I yeah. talking about? <laughs> there you go. I will, like, I will always protect you. I will not let anyone harm you. And so clearly it's getting into that creepy, possessive type territory yeah, where For Wolf, someone he, so obsessed with technology, it is weird that they never watched any science fiction <laughs> right, movies right. ever. We're in 2023. We're not referencing Terminator, Robocop anything anything else that you know maybe we should put in some protection protocols i mean <laughs> do, do you think that maybe the the ai would misinterpret that no i don't think so Why? No, no, just protect yeah like uh, she got a boo-boo put a band-aid on it of right course, that's what they'll do yeah, but, it'll be but, it'll be but, just like uh big hero six it'll be great so they they can't get the knockoff furbies out there so we should just say like the boss they trick him into that presentation and he right. sees megan and he's like this is it this is what we're going to present to the shareholders and everything. Make sure this thing works perfect and make sure I know what to talk about in the big presentation. So, like, meanwhile, Katie and Megan are bonding. Gemma is working on stuff. Her two lab mates are like, this is a little, like, <laughs> is this ready? This isn't right. Like, oh, We're going with it. We're rolling and, with it. And, and they also start to notice, like, you're not spending any time with your niece. Do you think it's, like, appropriate that the yeah. doll is taking all of your parental time away from it, her? It, like, it's hard It's hard to root for Allison Will or Gemma, even when she has her character turn. It's still just like, you're kind of a bitch. Like, you've got this child. Well, the way she talks to the neighbor. I mean, she's set up as not... Well, the a, neighbor does kind of suck. But, but, but the, not, well, not initially. Not in the beginning. I mean, okay. That's true. The dog That's true. came over. That sucks, right? But, like, you're getting water. Keep your water. They wrote her. You're... You're supposed to know she's again antisocial. She's right. obsessed with technology, which obviously doesn't automatically make you bad. But this character is like so antisocial, not is rude to people, doesn't want sure, sure, sure. any interaction. And so, yeah, that interaction with the neighbor is very rude and, and <laughs> like, abrasive. When the, when the neighbor goes, "Hey, you want to borrow this later?" and she's like, "No," and I was like, well, and she's also like, "No, I don't want all your chemicals with that," really, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so, <laughs> yeah. So as the story progresses. Um, they go to the the outside school. Is the but why why does why does no? It's the dog first. The dog first. Oh, the dog is the first kill. Yeah, Katie is shooting a bow and arrow, and a and an arrow kind of goes into the neighbor's yard through this hole in the fence. Katie. Or I guess Gemma, not Gemma. Megan uh, is Megan Robocop, sees is Terminator. Yeah, she Robocop it. Everything. And, yeah, and she yeah. Fiends, she finds it and reaches under there, and of course the dog attacks. Megan and Katie kind of goes after and the dog ends up biting Katie. You know, maybe this should have been a plot point. Did you think that maybe the dog broke like an inhibitor Yes, that's ship? what I thought. Th- they don't ever address it. They definitely reference like because there's a spark, a right? Spark. Like, and then yes. you're, you're, you're either to think, well, Megan's broken now and has to be fixed right. or the dog deactivated it's whatever the, uh, the safety. It's the inhibitor chip from Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I wonder the, if they're the laying arms. the groundwork for sequels, right? Because oh. there, there's another major plot point that never well, the gets smart circ- home thing. Megan's well, downloaded into the smart home, but that's well. The, then there's like... there's also another major okay. plot point, oh. which is that guy, the a CEO's assistant, steals all the files right. and well, sends everything. them to somebody. And they... I even stayed to the end credits, which I never do, because <laughs> I was like, are they going to set this up like? what company 
he gave those two because like so theoretically not only is megan in the ai of the home was it elsie but yeah, yeah it's but megan's files are also in the hands of some third party that we don't know you know who it is i know it is dodson has hasbro no dodson dodson we've yeah. got dodson we've got dodson here yeah. See, what are we see, nobody Jurassic cares. Park. See, nobody. Get... Yeah, nobody <laughs> oh, cares. Clearly, yeah. really he did it. the same thing that the, Nedry they did. Forgot, yeah. uh, they forgot about him too. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no one cares about him. Yeah, but that is, I don't that care is about the plot I... of Jurassic Park. It's just watch dinosaurs <laughs> chew on stuff. Like <laughs> that's right. That's right. That is true, though, Tom. I there were so there's the plot point of the the grandparents that never comes back into play, with the exception yeah. of the therapist, and then Kevin who was downloading, you know, they, they say that this other company has kind of beaten them to the I punch. his name was Greg. Oh, I thought it was Kevin. Either, maybe he was sending them We just, ass- well, you just assumed it was Kevin because he's kind of a weasel. Yeah. Yeah. Ineffectual yeah, and, he, and, and I know how much yeah. he loves yeah. the movie Hackers. So I just assumed <laughs> well, now it was all. <laughs> 100% true. Um, so, yeah, he, we find out that what what's happening is the reason this other company has been able to manufacture a cheaper Furby that's what I'm calling it because that's what this thing is, is because the the head guy's assistant has been um, like sending them info, sending them schematics, and he does end up stealing the schematics for Megan and does transfer it to someone else. So to your point, Tom, I think you're right, is like now we've got not only is Megan downloaded herself into Elsie, but we know that the files to megan are somewhere else out there someone could be manufacturing the off-brand megan which a, becomes a new that's how she gets her body back she it's, i'm sorry her, it's, the new one is megan yes megan. that's what we're looking for <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the, perfect though the ai she's downloaded into and she needs to get her body and so she works through the technology to go into the new dolls see, this is the, it is a child's play movie yeah. Like that is kind of the whole premise of Child's Play is Chucky is trying to put his soul into poor Andy Bartlett for three movies. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't get it done. Yeah, so now yeah, uh, Megan gets Megan kills on the, the dog. kills the dog. Um, because the dog is a harm to Katie. Like it's gonna it could attack her. I you're right. I think it's mm-hmm. all in defense of Katie, right? That's what all the killing oh, that's is absolutely. in the name yeah, yeah. of. Hey. But well, that Kevin's going a long way to defend killing dogs that's <laughs> oh no i think it's fine they did it it's... in 2023 now i can't believe they did it with how much people hate that in any type of movie like i get that the bad guy but it doesn't matter i guess like even in john wick the bad guy does it like right. i i yeah. can't believe they did it in this day and age honestly like that seems like a fo- like taboo you don't but you don't see it i know but you don't see i mean i guess you see the dog hurt in john wick but i mean you don't Really, you see, ever the, you see, see a blood, you see a blood trail of a puppy dragging himself to his <laughs> owner's unconscious body. In this one, you're just like, all right, well, there's a sound. It's off screen, but I still, and I'm sure that was a conscious choice for them. But I, I don't know. To me, it was just surprising they actually did it. Sure, just knowing the backlash you get because there's whole websites now dedicated, I think, to like, does the dog die and stuff. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. Is like it just the dog, or like, man, that bird died. That sucked. They, yeah, they do. They do other stuff. <laughs> just, just, yeah. They just focus on the cute ones. I um, actually, I did think maybe she didn't kill the dog. Like she was going to have it, which to me, she kind was going to ride been, it into battle, right? <laughs> or, I don't know. Just did something to it, which I thought maybe would have been a good because you, you kind of have Megan go from zero to a hundred, right? She's already killing uh, immediately. Yeah, right, right. And it, it kind of does seem like, oh, maybe if she just like 
chained the dog up. So I don't know what she would have done, but, but yeah, it would have sort does, of brought you she, back Matt, into it. Matt's like, I think it would have been better if she had just merely tortured the animal. <laughs> When, For, uh, in, in m- most of the movie would have been that, like the rest yeah. of it just would have been. I think that would have been cool. Uh, so, well, they're just, I think they're just it, having fun with it. But it's just that thing. They, I feel like they do that in movies, and it's kind of a cool. It's a good thing, like where you go, like, oh my gosh, she did it. She killed something, and then they sort of pull it back to where you're like sense of security again. So, yeah, you know. so I guess once that is, happens, it's like, oh, she, ki- you're, you're there already. Well, she are, it, so yeah. Megan is an AI, and this is also obviously the dangers of AI, which people have been talking about for years now. Not just Skynet, but like very real life AI. Like right now, I don't know if you guys have read any of the articles, but there is AI now that the people who developed the AI don't even know why it's doing what it's doing. <laughs> that sounds awful. A- AI has like that doesn't sound like every sci-fi movie from the eighties. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. So we don't know what it, we Let's don't know go. what it's doing. It's too advanced. It doesn't know. It, it, AI is so advanced now that it teaches itself things that people that made it don't even know how to do or why it's doing it. We're so, all going to die. All right. <laughs> so so this is the danger of AI. But once Megan, st- she's connected to the internet and she's doing research nonstop and tapping into all these things she's learning, it starts off as like, you know, use a coaster, which Gemma has clearly programmed as a nice little wink. But then it's like more protection and why things do what they do. And so Megan's evolved now into this defensive like, they have a talk about death, right? Like, how are you going to deal deal with death? And I want to cope. I want Katie to cope with the loss of her parents. So she's reading up, but like she gets too fixated on death and, and killing. And that's when she goes off the rails. And I guess she can't pull it back because now Megan has like learned too much to where now her primary focus has changed. But there is, there is another weird moment. So everything goes down and Gemma basically figures out that, that, that Megan is is bad news. We well, the think part, that the outdoor school. So after the dog, she goes to outdoor oh, yeah, school, right. and then she starts chasing the the like you said, the mom, my sweet the jerk, little kid, the jerk kid, and he gives the the f the PG thirteen f word. There, you know? So okay, to Tom's point, he was gonna fuck that doll, right? I, well, when he I, took I, off it the sure shoe, like it. It, when he took I, off the shoe, it first looked like that, but then he just started hitting it. So I don't. Hey, man, I think that was reshoots oh that was pg-13 okay because yeah. because because there was this even a shot there's where a he moment was on top of her right yeah. like yeah it, yeah, yeah. It and then he certainly smacks her. yeah yeah i think okay. that's that's quote not what was happening <laughs> but you are intended to take that vibe oh, sure, sure, well, but there's from no- it there is no reason whatsoever he would take the shoe off randomly. You're you're a hundred percent right. There is a rated R version. He takes the shoe off, so like that. If it, it made no sense, if the censors asked the filmmakers, they would go, <laughs> "What? Yeah, huh? what is wrong with I you? Just, no. This is a weird shoe." I'm sorry, MPAA, but you're the problem, right? Yeah. If you're Not thinking me. that, you're the one. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. No, this I, is more about you, Jack Valente, than it does about us, who I think has been I, dead for ten years. Yeah, but, I was like, I don't yeah. think he's in charge of that anymore. But all right, yeah. yeah. We'll so roll he's with it. he's gonna do whatever. Remember. This, Remember when the right wing went crazy about the Revenant because they were convinced that the bear was raping? Yes, Leonardo what? DiCaprio. Yes, and I not do. Just killing Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, oh and now and now in a couple months we're gonna have a movie called Cocaine Bear. Right, it's a bear that gets high off cocaine and well, just starts murdering people. There are some in that crew that really like cocaine. That, so I think there's more than what? some. I that, think mm, there's all. Maybe all right. we're not so different. <laughs> so, 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 so good to find common ground. <laughs> yeah. So, 
so Megan shows up all creepy and he's like, you know, or, no, no, no. The, the little girl shows up. Right. And sees like, what are you doing? No, no, no. Megan, Megan's like off in the distance and she like, he pushes a, he, no, she grabs, she grabs his, while, while he's on top of her, he, she grabs oh, I'm his so ear. Sorry. I'm so sorry. The, the guy is picking on Katie and Megan yeah. shows up real creepy. And yes. then he's, and then you think maybe she's going to kill him, but no, he's like grabs her, runs off with her, then does all the creepy stuff. And right. then she stops him. Yeah. Like pulls his ears, pulls his ear off, off. does the stretch Armstrong. <laughs> Why do they make these things so strong? <laughs> right why would a little girl learning doll even be able to do what is why, the grip there's string? no reason to, to, to punch through a brick wall there's no need for that i 100 percent agree and was thinking during this like why did the mechanics do that <laughs> why do we make him out of tight by make her titanium. out of titanium yeah when i can't even break the the exoskeleton she's bulletproof remember she sang uh, she song. definitely sang that song yeah that it is, is funny too like I, and i i understand this is a very like ant-man thing like the kid can pick her up and run with her just fine but then other times like wouldn't she be heavy as shit? well not is it titanium is the light one light but i don't know it's just that, like other times people are fighting oh. her and it's like well you should just be able to like knock a shelf i mean she's very light <laughs> sometimes i don't know well that's that's always the trouble with the killer doll things though right like the toys that come to life and all that is it's like it's like if you can get to it it's little it's not strong it's right you know yeah, that's, if, if i if i lose if my life to choking you, you. I quit yeah <laughs> like, hey you i like got I another i'm sorry this is this one's dumb i get that it's a joke so it like doesn't matter but i thought it was really interesting that they she's it's the commercial for megan or whatever and they're like she'll tell your kid to flush the toilet and then they're and then they go and she'll never uh 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 lose pay or lose patience patience and then they have her go seriously katie I, why that, does the little like, girl that, pee with the door oh wide open all the time she's a monster i don't know but the you matt you that was one of the moments that i laughed out loud and nobody else laughed <laughs> in the theater and i was like i this is crazy because that is a hilarious scene where they say she'll never lose patience. And then as soon as she walks out of the bathroom, Megan is just like stone face. And she's like, seriously, clearly then- <laughs> losing patience. <Yeah. laughs> clearly. Yes. Right, right, right. I, I uh, just thought it was weird that the door was wide open. Why is the little girl going to the bathroom twice in two different scenes with the door <laughs> wide open? So Megan could be standing there watching her. Also weird. It's just yeah. weird. That's a weird. That's thing. fair. So the camera can it see it just- happening, but like, I don't, <laughs> Yeah. Real quick, titanium is lightweight. There okay. it is. And, see? And it, but it's also not very strong. Mm. So it sounds like it would be strong, but it is so, not strong. And it's, they say that they it is typically blended with other metals to make it strong. Uh, oh, it's an amalgam. Okay. okay. And that is from energy.gov. Wait and a we minute. We all know on. the government would never lie to us. <laughs> hold on. There was a whole poem written about this. Um, bulletproof. No. Nope. Nothing to lose. Uh-huh. Titanium, bulletproof titanium. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be really strong but, and bulletproof, yeah. but apparently not. Oh, I okay. guess that gal doesn't know what the fuck she's singing about. <laughs> she chases the kid. The kid falls down a like a a, a hill, and then pet like, like Kevin said, they pet cemetery where he gets hit by a truck. There is a moment Nothing where I was like, shoe left <laughs> I know, on the road where the the truck is coming. I was like, oh well, it's gonna stop. Oh nope, it's not stopping. It Two. does not stop. <laughs> oh, also, did anyone else find it weird for a snow? death to be the catalyst of this whole film i thought the weirder thing tying into current events is the post credit scene is where it takes her 15 ballots to get elected speaker of the house but that could be a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> you think james wan is trying to take down 
the MCU so the Gabriel verse can <laughs> soar. He, I, I think mean, they he, started he working a, on this movie before that, though. Like, like my buddy, like she, yeah. James Wan is that's a DC actually guy. not true, Tom. That's actually a misconception. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it on a very reputable podcast, oh, so what? I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> okay. So all this stuff goes down. They're working on Megan. Uh, they're all. It's all leading up to this meeting. They do the meeting, and then they all. It, it gets the big approval because yeah. Katie breaks down in this meeting, mm-hmm. and it's also just like God. You are profitizing on this whole. Is that a word? Profitizing. Profiteering. Profiteering. Profiteering on this whole child's that whose parents died a week like ago. A week ago. I know, it's oh, crazy. Baby. Two, yeah, it's, two, two months is the longest. At some point, they say two months ago. Well, oh, know, do they? Well, you know it's horrible. That's because she, still the scars well are off the her face. So like, that's, yeah. okay. 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 But that's here's fair, the that's deal, fair. though. But like, Katie gets attacked by that dog, and then she has a fever, and then Gemma's like. Well, we got that presentation. Like, clearly, you're not supposed <laughs> right. to be on Gemma's side. You're like, she's an awful parent. No, an sure, awful sure, sure. Oh, that, that was another example, too, of this movie just sort of like condensing everything. She gets bit by a dog and then has a fever immediately. Immediately, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I yeah, guess there's no time to incubate. go. Okay, right. I guess I don't want to watch two more days happen before she yeah. gets the fever. Right, so, right, right. Sure. So everything, I guess, everything is going fine. With, well, not fine, because Megan just killed two people. Well, it's leading up to the big she reveal. Does, well, she ends up killing Celia. Celia the is neighbor, the woman yeah. whose dog it was, and then she sprays her with the chemicals. Again, yeah. a, a, a death that's off screen, but it's just like, okay, so we got buckets of blood running into the drain. Got it. I figured um, those were chemicals. I didn't think it was blood. Oh, I thought it was blood. Think those I th- were the poison that she was her, like face down in the I poison tell. drowning. Oh, sure, in it. sure, sure. I did think if it cut back, we would have seen her face like melting. Yes, that's uh, exactly from the right. poison or something, like, or like, or like acid or something. Yeah. yeah, they're running with this launch. They have another sit down with the therapist, and this is where Gemma, I guess, finally decides to be a normal person with feelings. Well, but, but you got to remember, too, that Gemma has started to be suspicious because weird things are going down. The neighbors reported dead. The police come about the dog incident, and then the dog is missing. The, I, those, those, both those cops are chef's kiss. Yeah, that that cop was great coming <laughs> to the door. He was really good. But, and, I, li- but I also like oh, the detective. Detective. Such a <laughs> character for <laughs> one scene. Oh, he, that guy had interviewed about... you twice in the past week. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, she's like, are you, but that, that other kid was an accident. He's like, yeah, we found a chunk of his ear over in the thing. So yeah. we're going to rule yeah, it as a homicide. Weird, yeah. <laughs> Chomping away. Yeah. That guy's like, I got two minutes to make an impression. I better do it. There now. are, there are no small parts. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Only That's small right. actors. Exactly. That's right. And so he was no small actor. So then the neighbor's dead. So clearly Gemma's starting to think something's weird here. And then, so she actually tries to access the security footage. Like Megan's right. supposed to, they can go back and review everything that she's seen and then uploads to the cloud. And again, sees, this was a part where I'm like, you never did this. You never did this before. You're yeah. not doing this I also this feel like this was a moment. <laughs> yeah, aren't you a, doing research? Like sort of topical. <laughs> Did you ever okay? Did you ever see that clip of Chris D'Elia when he when they dropped the bomb that sometimes Snapchat yes, can be yes. recorded? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, like on a yeah, podcast, you can, and oh. you can screenshot it, and you can see the look of like the color drain from his face <laughs> when he, they figure that it's a it's a bonkers clip. Uh, if you don't know anything about Crystalia, just Google it. It'll yeah, tell I'm you sure that you will never know. come around to bite them. And the- <laughs> no, it, well, it did. Uh, so it is funny that 
there's a moment where they're going back and they're like, you're just now thinking to go look at Megan's yeah. backup footage when you could have like when this kid right. died when Megan was right there or the dog disappears and you're like, hmm. Right, exactly. But so she she's blocked it. She's not backing up to the cloud anymore. And then... I mean, I'm sorry, Kev. Why wouldn't she have said to the cops... The doll was there. It records everything. If you guys want to uh, take a, a look exactly. at it. It's a dash cam. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, she wouldn't uh, have thought anything see, bad, or maybe she did. But this is okay. the in, in, in defense, she doesn't want anyone in public to see the doll because she's That's got like, she, she didn't. She was she was trying to keep it under yeah. wraps well, at the, at the outdoor died. school. <laughs> but when people are dying, brat, though, like, and she's already suspicious, like, things are a little weird. Like, she should look at the footage. I just... She should look she, at well. It. She does, Kevin. My <laughs> response to that: corporate America, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is wow. on display here. There you go. So, yeah, so yeah, they so, go. They're they're gonna start this launch. They're gonna have this big launch. Everything's they're rolling out with Megan. Um, Katie and the therapist have another session, and this is the, again. This is the supposed to be the character turn where Gemma finally sits down. This is the scene that you were talking about, Kevin, where mm-hmm. where Katie smacks Gemma across the face. And even Katie at that moment was like, whoa. Picks up a pair of scissors. Gonna, gonna, she does pick up I a pair of scissors. Like but, but the reason why she's so frustrated is now Gemma has saran wrapped Megan. Like she she had this confrontation with her about the recordings and everything, and she took her away. And she's like, I can't. We got to mm-hmm. launch this thing, and like, it's not safe to be around you. And so Katie's basically going through withdrawal. Yeah. And she's so frustrated at that that she lashes out. And then after she does it, she like apologizes. I'm so sorry. I just I just need to see her for a few minutes. Like she's doing that. It's like it's a drug. It's thing. I mean yeah. it's very much like a, a person like which I can I can do one. I can do just one. Which is technology, right? Which right. people talk about addiction, right? It's not just the substances. Sure. It's technology and how society has such an addiction with it. And if you take it away, like you feel like you need it. You need. Can I just look at it? So uh, clearly, a commentary on that and mm-hmm. what the whole movie is with with her becoming more and more obsessed with megan um so anyway but that's the reason for the lash out is she took her away right and then so they decide Gemma finally decides to basically bail on the project on the on the lawn she takes katie home katie during Holmes. this katie she was in this <laughs> movie. i mean she probably, i need the work i don't know the megan has Doesn't now tell her boss again just well, takes the, off we, Oh yeah, he's Chains just running up Megan leaves. Boy, <laughs> answer the up. phone. the The two people who are, I think it's Tess and Cole, who are the two like buddies or coworkers, I guess. They they leave Megan attached to the Wi Fi, I guess in the in the lab, and Megan. Well, She's breaks. Oh, that's right. She's plugged in. And they Megan, got her plugged in to work on her before the big launch. And then this is when Gemma says, pull the plug. Like, this is dangerous. And and her assistant or whatever is like, thank God, finally. She's been trying yeah. to tell her the whole time this isn't ready. And they can't. So it, in a scene, again, a very PG-13 scene where where Megan breaks free and she, I was, she does not kill either. Well, we don't think she does. But then... She pokes a hole in like a flammable gas. Well, she hangs propane the guy tank. first. Yeah, yeah but she they cut him down, yeah. right? They <laughs> right. cut him down. She hangs uh, him, but yeah, the, the, she saws the the wire off right. and is able to get him down. But yeah, the, the place explodes when she. But it doesn't kinda. explode. I mean, it like if you look. if you if you watch that, that's a very contained 
explosion yeah. that doesn't come anywhere near. No, it's, no, yeah, they're safe. Like it explodes, but like it's just like a puff of like. I it think it's burst. supposed to knock them out, but it doesn't even look like it would <laughs> yeah. do that. Whereas it's I, crazy. I feel like we're led to believe we're supposed to be led to believe that they're dead, uh, and then right. when they show up at I, the end, you're like, they're alive. I That's don't think the, so. The callback if you're, if you're watching the scene, it clearly they don't get yeah, touched by that. But explosion. the way they pull no, up, I think it's crazy in this movie that nobody good dies. Like none of the heroes are. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, like, you would think that, like, Gemma, hero, Gemma's, the, Gemma's the one that needs to die, right? Like, she has the character turn. She would be the one that were, uh, granted, that would leave Katie alone again to go live with her, weed, I, her weird grandparents. I think you d- you kill the lab assistants. Oh, right. sure, sure. For, the for an emotional, like, oh, yeah. the stakes are, but they don't do it. Who do they kill in Child's Play? Oh, it's the, the baby's, it's the mom's best friend. In the T, yeah, yeah, yeah. They throw out the window. That's right. But you're right, though. Like, for all of Gemma's trying to keep doing this, even though she knows it's dangerous and all the trouble she got the innocents into, she should have to deal with some blood on her hands of the friends. But you're right. It never really happens. I mean, she does kind of, right? Like, everybody that dies, everybody that does die in this movie is because of Gemma. She's going to prison. (laughs) <laughs> right well, without a doubt anything for movies i mean she's the rock and rampage i always go back to it's like i don't think she is though i feel like they're what just well the only reason uh, i'm well, saying the that... rock and rampage is clearly supposed to be the hero we root for i don't i don't know that we're supposed to hate Gemma, but i don't think we're supposed to think that she's the hero either but i feel like they do set up the boss and kurt that ki- that guy's name is kurt as like okay, the not fall kevin, guys not, not kevin or not kevin. kevin no not yeah. neither one of those maybe <laughs> Megan gets free in the complex. She ends up doing the weird dance that has been all over the internet. Yes. Breaks off a paper cutter, which I don't even think I would in an office like this. I don't feel like this paper cutter would be there in a hallway, in a hallway office next to a, next to a copier. I don't think that this old, old school paper cutter would be there. If it's going to be anywhere, it would be. I guess that's true. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) Megan ends up killing David. She chops him up on the stabs him in the back and then the the elevator opens up and Kurt is there and Megan lays it all out. She basically knows that's everything. That's a great that, sequence when the assistant is like, is like, hey, I want you to act so surprised. Get off your phones. You need to be excited. <laughs> and they look yeah. over the elevator. And, and there's opens, two dead bodies. And they're surprised. It, yeah, that is right. a really good scene. Everything that goes down at the at this part I thought was fun. And I was into it. I'm like, yeah, this is the movie. But so the yeah, bummer I, being right that you wanted, and, and for it, like you wanted a bloodbath. She kills two people. And that's well, the only kind of blood you get in this movie, too. But, I mean, and it's minimal. It, I think that there's a rated R version of this that could even be more yeah. fun. But if more of the movie was like Megan going crazy at the presentation, I think that, like, because even when she's with the lab assistants, I know they make it out, but, like, there is a rated R version of that. There's a version where, in my head, right? Like, where sure, the sure, one sure. guy, she hangs him and he dies, and the other girl gets exploded or caught gets on fire right. or something. And,. There's a lot of excitement as far as a horror movie with these kills. I, yeah. I feel like there is a version where they're really dead. Because w- yeah. when Matt was talking earlier about how he wished they had done the thing with the dog where you think they're dead and then they walk it back, I feel like they yeah. do that with the two assistants. Because yeah. they show up at the house with the cop car because the cops would bring them to the house. Like, <laughs> the, guy, the guy was just hung. He should be seeking medical treatment. Well, he gets out with, oxygen. with an oxygen, oxygen, oxygen mask. Right. They don't drive him to the uh, someone else's house. He'd be at the hospital. Hospital. Right, that and I bet, right. I, I bet if you watch how it's shot, that's a separate 
You know, like, yeah. are they in a scene? I mean, it could be a reshoot, but whatever. But yeah, well, you're right. You want a you want a version where she pulls that cable so hard his head pops off. Right. That's <laughs> right. the right. That's the movie you think you're watching. And, and again, I think that's the rated R version that we're thinking of here. That's fair. Yeah. So Megan gets back to Gemma's house. There's a pretty contained fight sequence between everybody. It sounds uh, like you're fighting. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, go back what? to bed, Katie. <laughs> that whole part. That okay. This was hor- that was. I did not. I agree. Ridiculous. I did not like that part where she's and like, it, "Can I just come out and see her?" No, and her, I don't want you to see room, me like this. Is her room soundproof? Because <laughs> yeah, once right. she closes the door, they instantly start destroying things. I yeah, think right. maybe oh, Katie yeah. should should check on them again just to be safe. Like, just to be safe. It's so stupid, and that it's not so like they're dumb. yelling. You know, when they're saying, oh, just go back to bed. And yeah, she closes the door and then they go. And they start. All right, Jimmy, yeah. here's the deal. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, my God. I can't so hear dumb. that. So they end up getting into into Gemma's workshop. Megan kind of has Gemma dead to rights. All of a sudden, I Megan kinda... gets cracked by Bruce. What happens to make Megan go crazy? So here's the thing. Is there. She has another. Megan has another line here. Where she says, like, it was you talking to Gemma. It was you and me. You were my best friend. Like, we were always together. We talked all the time. And I was like, okay, wait. And look, don't get me wrong. I had a great time with this movie. I had, I think it was fun. I think it was funny. I think the the Megan looked like it was a very well done, creepy robot doll. Mm -hmm. But there are beats. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, am I supposed to interpret that Megan made that uh, the same attachment that Katie made to Megan, Megan made to Gemma. And now like, like while she was being built, she just means to yeah. developing her. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how she, I took it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause she said, we talked about Jane Austen, Austen. novels or something. Yeah. yeah when like she developed her and was working on it, like she was So now, so now Megan is doing this because she's mad at Gemma. I don't think she's mad at her. She she started off learning all the AI learning and research on defense, and then she goes into learning about death and killing. But then, but then why give the whole speech about how you were my best friend and we spent all this time together? Because she doesn't how... want her to kill her or whatever. She's trying to like reason with her at the end. Okay, okay. But I, I she's I get, not doing I... this because of her. She's just like it's that it's that showdown. You were my whatever. You were the chosen one. It's, it's you know. It's <laughs> like they're just. Oh, so, okay, Star Wars. Now I get it. Now See? I do get yeah. it. <laughs> That's all we had to do. It we had to bring it back to understand. Star Wars. Yeah. I do feel like right there's there's something missing. Not necessarily that it has to be there. I mean, I think it's fine. It's just that it was faulty programming in the AI. <laughs> or she talks about like you put an AI in me that you didn't even understand or whatever. Right. But it's a movie, so it does feel like something should have happened and it doesn't like there's no like catalyst that like this is what makes her go crazy oh sure 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 and I, I, mean, I think it is defense of, of no i think it's that, it's that it dog is. attack that's yeah. what i that's think what that's I'm what saying. i think it is i i get that that i get it that we are to take it as she's protecting katie and she just went overboard yeah but normally in a movie and i think you you need it sort of in a movie would be yeah the dog attack that's or, the inhibitor chip thing it has to be. right I, I don't know why they scrapped that because they show it and i don't think if she sparked that spark should mean either she's broken or right. something got tampered with and they never address it so it doesn't make sense to show a spark like that <laughs> if it didn't if all the spark meant was impact oh the dog right her, but, but but literally like okay electronics 
they have batteries and all this, and there's electricity flowing through them. A spark comes when something is damaged, right? Yes, like, right, right. That spark, you hey, just have a spark and go back to normal like that. Can Megan not get wet? She hits she her with ra- that glass normal? of water. Well, and it oh, really electronics. messes her up. Electronics. That's a good. That's a good point, though. You're going to sell titanium, this so ten thousand dollar toy to children, <laughs> and with. it can't get a glass of water spilled on its head. Yeah, my kid to this day at six years old can't not spill something. Well, it's yeah. all, all the time. Don't don't even ask what happens with the twenty thousand dollar toy. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, it gets, no. oh, it gets spilled. It gets spilled on. All right. <laughs> So I mean, did, I can, I'm trying to remember when did she get the water though? Isn't her skin kind of pulled off at that point? No, the it's the very end of the movie. No, 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 no. It's the first. It's the, it's the first thing that Allison will Gemma hits her. She's with. choking her on the table in the, the kitchen. Very, it's the very first thing, and then she runs away and gets into it. The like work, the freezes her up. She has to pry. She, Megan gets frozen. She yeah, pries the fingers yeah, off of her. That's right. Megan. There. Megan has her. When like, Katie's having bent her lullaby, the table. that really quiet moment when she's yeah. smashing yeah. the glass on the head and, <laughs> and she doesn't God, come I out. Lo- that line. It sounds like you're fighting. Is so funny yeah. to me. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, so there's there's a there's a, a fight scene. Um, Katie ends up showing back up with with Bruce, and she rips. Uh, I guess she Megan keeps the in gloves half. in her room. Right, she just right. she has those at, when, she at her disposal. When pulls her hair out. <laughs> yeah, right. So oh, she can look right. real creepy, super creepy. But she's also got like the you know the kind of the Chucky damage, but it's mm. metal underneath and not viscera. Yeah, she cuts her with a hedge trimmer. A hedge trimmer. Yeah. yeah. But she um, would know wouldn't work. She would. She built also. The I, Why would she? It needs to be pl- if it's if it's not gas powered. It needs to be plugged in, and there was no cord. Oh, it could be battery powered. I guess that's true. There's battery powered. Yeah, I all guess sorts that's of fair. Leaf blowers, hedge trimmers, she weed whippers. What you say? Jimma built it. It's special. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually it's an AI. She, I was going to say uh, she programmed it, it so that it would learn how yeah, to. The three in hedge trimmer is spelt, or is, the E is spelt with a three. Oh, that yes. makes sense. Oh, that, cool. that tracks. That you can see the logo. Right. The first um, two they had de- decommissioned because they were murdering people. Yeah. <laughs> this happens to Jimma all the time. Yeah. yeah. She is af- absolutely on the FBI's most wanted list at this point. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, they 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 destroy Megan. The the cops show up, and then everybody walks out like everybody's cool with it. Uh, well, it's a movie where you can't have any like falling action because it absolutely would be Jimmy. You're, you're going, going to, to prison. This is you yeah. killed a bunch of people. You're very <laughs> responsible for this. Your technology just murdered people. Uh, and then the the last scene is Elsie. Uh, kind of turning on and turning your head and you're led to assume that Megan has downloaded herself uh, into the the home's AI. Uh, and that's how this ends. I I enjoyed this more than Malignant. But it... In a, uh, <laughs> he no, you didn't. He's not, <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's not wrong. He's yeah. correct. Thank you. Um, but it is... I would say that it, it these, these would make a really good one-two... Compa- like companion pieces with each other because they are very similar in tone. Whether Sometimes it's like the, the, that's that's the problem. Sometimes, see, right? Like Matt, that 
that um, you guys sound like you're fighting. That's a really funny line in Malignant because Malignant has oh, that sure, sure, absurdist, sure. Yeah. wacky tone, right? It doesn't fit because this movie's like serious dealing with trauma sometimes, and then sometimes it's goofy stuff like that or ear pulling, right? So, so right, I, this had malignant elements where I've, I was looking for malignant, not you know part of it. Right, um, right, right. I think. Okay. First of all, let me just say I agree with everyone. <laughs> right. But I think I think Megan is technically on paper a better movie. But I don't ever care to like see this again. I don't think it's very good. I mean, it's like whatever. I enjoyed watching it. It will fade from my memory yeah. immediately. Malignant <laughs> I would watch that again with yeah. a group of people. Oh, I will show at the theater. I will give you that. Malignant is a pretty great like party movie. It's fun. Right. It's so and fun. and this to me I will, gets, I will concede that, yes. This is good enough to be like a mediocre movie that is almost in some ways worse than being a bad movie i just think tonally it was a little awkward in the writing like we said we're picking apart things which yeah in a horror movie especially like you don't always need explanations for stuff but it just doesn't jive with its own rules sometimes or logic to where it's a little bit it takes you out of it a little bit so yeah and malignant is flawless airtight so well, you can see exactly, where that would right? be they establish it they set up these rules they play by them perfect yeah, yeah is, i went in expecting very little and yeah. in, and was reasonably entertained and so, like, that's, you know, it exceeded that's, my expectations, which were very low. Yeah, I I, for, I saw uh, uh, just kind of the tomato meter or whatever, tried to not read any reviews, but saw that it was getting favorable reviews. I thought this was going to be like a smile level. Mm. You think it's going to be bad. And then, hey, that was actually smile. Smile is fantastic. Yeah, it didn't it didn't get yeah. anywhere near that for this me. This has but. a 94 percent on Rotten Tomatoes out of 161, like 94 more than I, I mean, I get it, and, though. You know, it's not it, bad. There's, there's no gradient, though, to rate, rate Rotten no, Tomatoes. No, totally. Right. This is it like could C, be a lot like of C pluses average. <laughs> right, 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 right. right. It, but also, I th- I think it's with the critics, it's like I think most critics went in with very low expectations. Yeah. I think critics know January can be a dumping ground for films. For sure. And so yeah. in, anytime you get something in January that isn't just complete dog crap, you're just like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, yeah, that works. Like, I, like can, I can get to, behind that. You have to look at it this way. So Rotten Tomatoes, a C or higher is fresh. This movie, guess what the average is a out C? of 161? A seven, C plus. 7.2. So yeah. it's 0.2 right. over the threshold. Right. So it's 94% fresh with 7.2, meaning if if 94% of people said 6.9 or you know what I mean? Like it would be right. rotten. So it's, it's right on the, but you're right. Pass fail wise. Like it's entertaining enough where it exceeded their expectations. Yeah. They had fun with that third act. I'm telling you, once they got to the place, like I was in, I was eating my popcorn. I'm having a good time. Um, to me, at least it's a lot of popcorn restraint. Kevin, <laughs> yeah. but you still have popcorn. Just left. a little bit. Just an the hour into this movie. I know. <laughs> trying to make <laughs> it favorite. When you uh, see yeah. a bad movie, do you not touch the popcorn? Yeah. yeah, I'm not <laughs> eating this. It's a lot. So- now we need to drill down on this. Isn't your soda flat by then, though? Like now your soda's all watered down and room temperature. I actually so- don't like to drink 
with eating. I like to eat first and then drink. I tend to do the same thing. And so like, yeah, so if you're not eating your popcorn until an hour into the movie, now your soda is completely watered down. No, I can't. You a no ice guy? Is that what's going on? You know ice? I, I don't do ice, actually. but Because uh, you, you're cheap or you don't like ice? You want oh, yeah. more soda? Please, please, take the ice off my bill, please. <laughs> well, but, you get more so- but you get more soda. But you do get more ice. soda. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, so you, it's it's sufficient. Yeah. Oh, that's you're how they, that's how they sell. Now, though. You, right, no, I was, I was by myself for the screening, so I had a large popcorn. I was just eating it throughout the whole so thing. So you're glutton. Go on. Wow. <laughs> large popcorn for one human being. That's a nice. large a large soda. If you know me, I buy the five do- the buckets that you can refill for $5. A large oh, that's right. We established you were cheap because of the no ice. Go on. And also, and also glutton. What he didn't say is that he had gone through four tubs of popcorn now, wait a minute. before. All this is because I made a comment. I was eating popcorn during the third act and enjoying it. What is happening yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Forget I said anything. I was watching this. I wish I had popcorn, but I didn't. It was very fun. Now, Come Kevin, on, you're saying you actually didn't get popcorn? You're so cheap that you didn't even buy popcorn? <laughs> I, I, this is the thing. I, I was very thirsty, but I ran out of soda. I put so much ice in the cup. Rookie mistake. Rookie the next mistake. time this comes up, he's going to be. I waited to eat my celery until. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, I I think this is is this. I'm always a big proponent of going to the theater. Maybe not for this one. You don't need to see this one in the theater. Uh, it, was, it was okay, but my, it is it is worth a watch. Yeah, it was okay. It, I my audience was. I ended up with two other people in the theater, and they. Gave a couple laughs, uh, you know, a couple times, but you know, but it's weird too, though. I saw it during the day to get it in, yeah. so a horror movie at the theater with two people during the day just doesn't hit the same. So I get that. Yeah, nope, that's true. Matt, how but was yeah. your crowd? You saw it at night on a Saturday night. What was the? Uh, uh, boy, look, I know I'm not supposed to say I hate the theater. I know I'm supposed <laughs> to be a movie guy. I'm supposed to be like, get get out there, everybody, save the theater. Are you saying the Gen Z crowd was there? Oh, they were there, <laughs> and oh boy. and. There was a uh, someone way down in front on their phone the whole time, 100%, oh, right? just God scrolling and scrolling. And I'm thinking, what? Why are you here? Why right. did you do this? Like, fine that you're on your phone. I'm not. Look, I get it. You're you're bored. You're just scrolling. Why did you pay fifteen dollars to do that and then interrupt everybody's thing? It's a legit uh, question. And then the a g- girl behind us took a phone call. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it, it seemed to be It was upsetting. important though, right? Like a family member had passed I, away Maybe she was calling the one who was scrolling oh, And being yeah. like, hey, hey man You gotta that get out. off your phone I can uh, see that from up here Yeah, but, but it was just a very like I mean, you know, no whispering, just a full volume yeah. Well, no, I told her I told her, <laughs> but, but I did. Uh, but can I tell you that is why I go to the movie theater in the middle of the day, though. T- typically, I would legit. do. That's I the, don't, like I just can't. Sat- Katie worked on Friday, and I'm like, I guess I'm gonna have to see the movie tomorrow during the day. I'm sorry, but like I'll try to go early. We get the rest of the day together. She goes, Oh no, you can go after I get off work. I go, Oh no, thank you. A horror movie Friday night that it opens. No, a PG-13 horror movie. Kevin, the proper response there is, No, honey, I love you so much. I want to spend time with you yeah you're like like that's what you're supposed to say but the next day i will be going and not spending time though it was a the same but friday it's friday night honey we need to be together on a friday night state night i will take note thank you when when katie slapped jimma 
someone yells out, get the belt, and everyone's laughing. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. I don't care how funny you are. Shut up. Did you turn around and go, I have a movie podcast to research for. I am trying to pay attention. Well, and you better believe I said the same thing to the manager. <laughs> I hope you got Karen a F. Basler. Yeah, are, right. are people are people that scream fake? And I know they're faking. I know they're just trying to be like, everybody, look at me. I'm really ugh, or, ugh. Hold, hold me closer. Hate it, Tony. Hate Benza. it. <laughs> Joe well, does anyway. that with movie boyfriend Brian Spath all the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Oh, he's a good. He's a big jumper. <laughs> lots of <laughs> yeah. lots of canoodling. Lots of two lots kids. of canoodling. Also, yeah. why they go during the day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, there's less. Bring a blanket. <laughs> yeah. right. Hand stuff. No man, we'll just put it full on display. Like, we, we don't need butter for our popcorn. <laughs> no, that's fine. So I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the virtual table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Matt. I'm in the rotation. <laughs> hey, man. Honestly, I'm hard to track down, but I'll tell you where I'm always at is the Real Spoilers Patreon. That's my main thing. That's the the place to find me. Uh, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. Now, wait a minute. I know you're being humble and everything. Didn't you just start a little podcast or something? Like, I know we don't usually like to mix that in with this, but like, is there another one that they could find you on? Oh, Matt F. Bosler's podcast. That's just, we're just, you know, we put up a couple episodes, dropped it for eight months. Who knows? Who knows? You settled, you settled, you settled a beef recently. That's pretty cool. Oh, that was a lie. A lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He never settles that beef. Joe, there's a post credit scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you got to listen until after the song, and then they, they talk about that it's, yeah. But um, oh, dang. now, this is, it's a new year, so you were looking for co-hosts. They can tune in to see if you found your co-hosts or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. we've had a, a potential co-host um, trials competition uh, been going on for a little bit, and uh, okay. tune in, you know, tune yeah. in, see, see if we finally <laughs> figured that out. Perfect, perfect. Well, good luck with that. Uh, this is Kevin R. Brackett on Twitter. Thanks. <laughs> and this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. And, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, which features even more than that. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Theodore writes a letter to Kat. Get ready for a spoiler. Say it twice cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.